0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Well, a new coach, number 18, hits the Oakland Raiders, and man, I don't know. I was excited, now I'm bummed. (laughs) There's a whole lot that's happened in the last 24. We're going to hit on that and more here on show three thirty-three. you asked for it you got it new coach hits the Oakland Raiders we're gonna hit on his press conference and what he did say and most important what he didn't say also we have a new offensive coordinator (laughs) that's hard for me even say it Greg Knapp returns or should I say take a nap too is back that and the bone line here on the show You guys have come to life, like I said, thank goodness, because I need to check my own self and my emotions, because, man, I don't know. I'm going to tell you what I think, you know, but I need to know what you think so we can all be on the same page. Funny how that always works out, isn't it? I sense a disturbance in the force. Is my master. <laughs> Welcome, Dennis Allen, new head coach of the Oakland Raiders, number 18. Welcome to the Black
2: Hole. Welcome to the Black Hole. Welcome to the Black Hole. Welcome to the Black Hole. <laughs> To the black hole. Prepare to get your hands swole. Everybody on their feet with no crowd control. All you see is black and silver when you look around. And, and all, all you see, see is blue yellow laying on the ground. We are a commitment to excellence. The whole NFL, NFL couldn't get no better than this. And when we hit, we make the earth shatter. We take you out the game as the part wise get better. We hit the quarterback till he bleeds from the
1: mouth. Well, during the press conference, when Reggie McKenzie introduced Dennis Allen. He was almost giddy. No, I will say he was giddy. He was like, uh, he was like the cat who ate the canary. He's pretty proud of himself. Uh, it seemed to me it gave me a, 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 actually, a feeling of confidence that he felt so highly of Dennis Allen and the interview and and all that he went through in order to get him and sign him to a four-year contract. Incidentally, we haven't seen that in ages. Evidently, Reggie McKenzie has a lot of confidence in him and a lot of confidence in his ability to make this team right. I like the hire the way it came out right then. I also like the way Dennis Allen talked about uh, him being a head coach and separating himself from the defensive side of the ball and, and just concentrating on being the head coach, something that Hugh Jackson didn't do, obviously, Uh, Because the defense suffered greatly under brainless man. I liked the way
3: the interview went down. I mean, I really do. The vision for the future of the Oakland Raiders is going to be a tough, smart, disciplined, committed football team. See, you don't win football games in the National Football League by talent alone. There's a lot of other things that that are a part of that. And those are the things that we're going to develop, and those are the things that we're going to preach on a day-to-day basis to our players because we do have talented players. We have enough talent in our team to compete for a championship, and that's what our goal is going to be every year. We've got to play smart, we've got to play tough, we've got to play disciplined, and we've got to be committed to doing the things that it takes to win in the National Football League. And those are the things that we're going to do. The only way that you create habits is through consistency, doing the same things over and over and over. Well, if you're committing penalties, that becomes a habit. We've got to change those habits, all right? We've got to develop the proper habits so that we're not creating those penalties on a day-to-day basis. But it starts with how you operate in practice, okay? And and we're going to operate in a manner in practice that, um, you know, we're going to preach discipline, and discipline is going to be a fundamental uh, factor in what we do every day. And if we preach fundamentals and we preach discipline day in, day out, and we're consistent with it as a coaching staff, the players are going to fall right in line.
1: I really liked it that he didn't come up with some catchphrase like build a bully or any of that garbage, or didn't rant on about how the greatness of the Raiders is blah, 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 blah. You didn't get any of the rah-rah that you got with coaches in previous regimes, I like it. He stayed to point. He stayed on what he was going to do, the kind of football players he wanted, the kind of coaching staff that he was going to look for, and I I got great confidence out of this conversation with him in the media because it seemed like he's a no nonsense disciplinarian guy that's going to take this team and have free reign, mind you, to do what he has to do to get the best players. And shit cans the ones that are just hanging around for a paycheck. This I like. I like the fact that he's going to take care of business and he will have full power to do so. That's another thing I like. We're not going to have guys like Gibson and Sam Williams that hang around season after season after season with mediocre effort and mediocre results. I like that too. I like everything about this guy. I like his character. I like his fire. He looks like he has a lot of fire in his belly. And he looks like he's a no-nonsense guy. And the fact that the GM and him are on the same page gave me great comfort. And it makes me feel, it made me feel that we were going to be heading in a new direction. A direction of change for the better. Uh, Cut the fat. Let's get to the good players and move on and create a team atmosphere that is conducive to winning. I mean, I felt it. I know the Raider Nation is very upset about Hugh Jackson. A lot of guys are. We have to turn away from that. We have no choice but to turn away from the past because we got no choice. We must go forward with him and give him the benefit of the doubt. And this is what I was thinking. The whole time I'm thinking, you know, I've seen the blogs. The Ritter Nation is up in arms, man. They're flipping out about this. They're flipping out about the hire. They're flipping out about um, him not having experience and being too young. And
0: We're talking with Sean Salisbury on Radio Row here in Indianapolis. Sean, the Dennis Allen hire, what did you think of that? You know what I think, Dennis, and, and none of us know anything about him as a head That's coach because we don't know. So for anybody that's on the side saying he's a guaranteed lock and a great, got a chance to be great, well, we we got to find out. And on the other side, for the people who say, oh, why'd you hire him? He's not a big name. Well, you know what? Every, every one of those guys who's never had a chance to be a head coach at the NFL level, I mean, we, well, we were saying this about John Gruden at one time. We were saying this about Steve that's Mariucci right. at one time. So his resume is really good, and I, anybody that I've ever talked to does nothing but speak very highly of him. And I think a guy like that, you know what, I, I don't mean to – dog retreads but at every now and then there comes a point in time when you've got to give a new guy a chance yeah. you got to and, and he did one hell of a job in denver one hell of a job at reggie mckenzie did his due diligence you know because everybody thought it was going to be winston moss like that it's yeah. his buddy and he went through it and he didn't hire his buddy he hired the guy he felt was best for the team and i think it's going to be I, I think dennis is going to work out pretty well i do but we but we won't know again until and, and judge him seven, eight, nine weeks into the season. But I've seen some coaches come in that everybody laughed at, and, and a year or two later they're saying, man, what a great hire. And a lot of people thought Hugh Jackson was a good hire. They did. I, and I, you know, I thought he was a good football coach. The key is how do the players deal with another coach, another staff. I mean, how many times are the Raiders going to go through this? We've seen the Niners go through it. You know, with with Alex Smith and those seven coordinators. So. Lock in, settle in, and now give the guy a chance to build his team through the draft and free agency, and let's give him a legitimate chance, not a year and a half to see if he's any good. Let's give him a legitimate chance to get his guys in. So none of us really know how good he's going to be. Resume says yes. The references say yes. We've got to see how he handles game-time decisions when he's the head guy.
1: And, you know, there's a lot of issues about change in the Raider Nation. We're sick and tired of it, quite honestly. Nine years of it, I've had enough. I've had enough of disruption and consistency and a lot of talk about it and nothing happening about it. Well, here we have it. We have a GM, we have a new owner, we have a new coach, and they all seem to be on the same page. That, my friends, is refreshing. As hard as it is to wrap your hands around it or your head – It's the best thing for this team. It's the best thing for the organization. Consistency now is going to be the supreme rule in the Raiders, and it's been needed for many, many years, and we should take solace in the fact that it's finally happening. Change is hard, definitely difficult, and, well, we've seen too much of it, and we need to see consistency, and that's why – Everyone gets so flipped out when we do have change. Let's give the new head coach an opportunity to make some decisions. Let's see how he brings his staff together. And let's see how he plans to make this team a championship organization. And the players, uh, let's just see if they follow this young man. I think they will. I think that we have nothing but good things in store. And with that, I leave this story And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Dennis Allen has hired an offensive coordinator. Is it time to cheer or is it time to take a nap? You know, I've been trying to be most positive. I mean, usually it's me who freaks out when the Raiders make any kind of big change, especially when it's something that I don't feel in my heart is best for the team. You guys know it. I know it. And you've heard it many, many times. This time I was reserving my freak out for the correct opportunity. And I think that I've found a place to freak out. Dennis Allen has hired retread, and second coming of Greg, let's take a nap as offensive coordinator.
0: Ross Tucker with us here. Ross, guys, coming to you from Indy on 95.7 The Game.
1: Ross, how about the idea of Greg Knapp coming in as offensive coordinator? He's gotten a lot of good run this season for the work he did with the quarterbacking situation in Houston.
4: I've always thought Greg Knapp did a pretty good job. Uh, you know, I, I always have. I think that he's been... Um bashed a little bit too much, you know, even going back to the TO stuff. Greg Knapp knows his stuff. He's a sharp guy. Quarterbacks swear by him. And I think probably be a good hire by the Raiders.
1: Now, I don't want to be negative, but we remember Greg Knapp from the Jakark Lane Kiffin age. Oh six, oh seven, or maybe it was oh seven, oh eight. Nonetheless, his play calling was Juvenile and pedestrian, I remember saying that. Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast show, 216. Greg Knapp takes a dirt nap. Is it because he's such an idiot when it comes to play calling and imagination that we're stuck with this anemic offense, that would be a tragedy beyond belief that we got stifled by a loser, a two-time loser for that matter, uh, to come to the Oakland Raiders. He left the 49ers. Actually, they kicked his ass out of there too. So, so much for a cheap date. His contract's over at the end of this year, and he is done. Basically, it was said that Tom Cable was the one to strip him of his duties But, of course, we all know what happens in that organization and that building because Kiffin tried to do it with Ryan, and it was a no-go. But here you go. Big Al put his finger down on the button and said, will you step into my office, please? You are now relegated to doing the towels and the linens. Please polish the helmets and don't leave any scuff marks. Thank you for staying. We'll see you later. No, actually, we won't because this is your last year. Nice talking to you. Greg. Let's take a nap. So now he's going to be taking a dirt nap at the end of the season because he is out of here. I do believe I smell a whole new coaching staff coming. That's refreshing. I'm hoping Ryan is on his way out as well. If that's the case, maybe, perhaps, the change that we long awaited for is on the way, people. Maybe it's coming down to it. That's all I can think of because I'll tell you right now, we got to have major change. You know what I'm talking about. I also remember being in the stands saying, okay, first down, they're going to run. Second down, they're going to run. Third down, they're going to pass. Fourth down, they're going to kick. And that's exactly what happened. Now, I want to give the guy a little bit of slack because he did have to deal with Jakarkus, the purple drank, And he had a horrible, well, he didn't have that bad of a running game. He had Fargus, which was pretty decent at the time. He had Curry. As a wide receiver, we had a iffy team. We had a terrible offensive line. I mean, the team was a shell of itself as it was last season, not even close to the same team. Now, in that, I find some comfort. But I do not find comfort in Greg. Let's take a nap. You know, there's a lot of things being said positive about him. He was with the Texans and he was with the Falcons when Dennis Allen was there and blah, blah, blah. Good enough to be joined by Sean Salisbury. We're live in Indy Super Week on Radio Row. John Lund, Michael Urban here on 95.7 The Game. Everybody in the Bay Area remembers Greg Knapp as the guy last. I mean, he was good with 49ers, but last with Jamarcus Russell, Lane Kiffin. You're guilty by association. The Tex were getting early. Are like, oh, not this guy. Uh, what, what do you, what's your opinion of Greg Knapp?
0: He's had a lot of experience with some good quarterbacks. You know, he really has. Yeah, He's had a lot of experience with some good quarterbacks. And I think what happens is, is that people forget, number one, how tough it is. But Greg's done a good job, man, and he's been with a lot of different coaches. And I think what he can do is take what he's learned in Atlanta, where he, you know, was with Michael. I think well, he was with Jimmy Moore. Right. Was with Jimmy there. Yep. And he's been with uh, what Kube, too, yep. and with Kubiac. Right. And so he's this been around season. some really good offensive minds. And what happens? I mean, I can go back, and we can go back to a whole bunch of coaches that early in their crease, like Belichick, for instance, in Cleveland. You look at that staff; they had a great staff, but they couldn't, they, they couldn't beat anybody. Well, then you come around. Bill's pretty good when you get players. So, hmm. I, I and, and what people have to understand: there's very few in my mind. I'm talking about difference makers as coaches that are worth, whether it's a coordinator or head coach, that are worth two or three wins a year. And you can name them on one hand, and that's the truth. It comes down to players, man. And, and, and you know, it takes a – all these guys are smarter. They wouldn't be coaching. The key is to understand, and I think to make sure you tailor what you're doing, whether you're offense, defense, head coach, to the talent. I think Jim Harbaugh has done a great job with the 49ers at coming in. And Jim's fiery, but Jim also recognizes – what we need to do with Alex Smith is we need to do this. And what we did with this guy, we need to do this. And it's taken a group of guys and put them in and worked them together. And it's the same whether it's Greg or anybody else. You get the players and you learn a time or two around how to, how to deal with one guy with kid gloves and how to kick another guy in the rear end. It's about the players on the field, and I'll leave it at that.
1: I'm going to tell you this right now. Show me. I'm, sorry, I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't want to hear another word about it. You better show me that you're a better offensive coordinator than the seven-step drops that you made Jamarcus make. I mean, you put him in the worst position, even though he was a terrible player and he was always high. I mean, seven-step drop? We used to count him in the stands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There it is. Oh, sack. I I think that that season, uh, the last season was the season of sacks. And I don't mean Saks Fifth Avenue. It was horrid. His offensive play calling stunk. Now the Texans made it to the playoffs, but their team was way established before Greg, take a nap, ever got there. I I got to say that I'm very concerned about this hire. I don't know if the, the Raider Nation, I'm, I'm sure you felt the disturbance in the force when that happened because Man, I got a phone call from Juan who told me that Knapp was going to be considered, and I said, "No, nah, that it can't be, it can't be Greg Knapp." And then I said, "Well, look what Knapp had to work with." And then Juan proceeded to remind me of the play calling, how horribly pedestrian and predictable, the most predictable offensive mind I have ever seen in football. Honestly. Everyone in the stands knew the play was coming before it happened, and you can imagine that the other team was ready as well. Now, I hope, I hope he's changed. <laughs> I don't know why he came back. I mean, maybe they're they're going to pay him more, probably because Al wouldn't have paid him much to begin with. But are you coming back for a paycheck? I cannot hardly believe that Greg Knapp is ready to get the verbal beatings that he's going to get here in Oakland. If I were him, I'd stay far away from the silver and black because the taste that he left in my mouth is still there. It's bitter. Very bitter and very sour. Even with Jamarcus and the offense he had, his play calling was not imaginary and did not put the players in the best position to win, which seems to be the latest rant of all head coaches. We're going to develop a playbook that benefits each player and allows them to be successful. What a bunch of horse crap. Now, Dennis Allen had the benefit of the doubt. Now he has the doubt more than the benefit.
3: On offense, I know a lot of you guys probably want to know, hey, what's your, what's your offensive philosophy? What are you going to do here? How are you going to play defense? What are you going to do there? I'm going to sum it up real quickly for you guys. All right? On offense, we're going to be up-tempo. We want to be fast. We want to be aggressive. You'll hear me use that word a lot, aggressiveness, and I think that's critical in the the game of football. We want to be fast. We want to be up-tempo. We're going to be able to run the football and run the football solidly so we can stay ahead of the chains on first and second down, okay? And we're going to be explosive in the passing game. We've got those weapons in place to be able to do that, and that's what we're going to do. I really am
1: really going to very scrutinize his defensive uh, coach choices. Uh, big time, and the rest of his staff better be stellar because this hire is incredibly questionable, um, and I I just don't think it's going to be a good idea. Now, I'm not trying to be a naysayer or a negative nanny or whatever you want to say, but I think it's some bullshit. And I think when people were hearing the word, the name of Greg Knapp, they were already emailing the Raiders organization that minute saying, are you serious? Are you kidding me? I mean, Raider had it right on the form. Art Schell came back number two. That was successful. Tom Walsh came back number two. Oh, that was successful. I mean, how many retreads do we need to have in Oakland to know that that just doesn't work out? And where are the great offensive minds of the decade? Where... You mean to tell me that Dennis Allen couldn't find someone better than Greg Knapp to call plays? You mean Greg Knapp is a West Coast guy? That's his offense. That's what he likes to run. And is that the offense that the Raiders are going to have? Evidently so, because we could take last year's playbook and shit can it. I liked the plays last year, to be honest with you. For the most part, the plays are pretty dynamic. They were exciting, and we didn't do too bad at 8-8. and I expected more. We should have done more, but that was on the defensive side of the ball, folks. Thus, my pure frustration and, um, shall I say, uh, tepid curiosity for who he's going to hire as defensive coordinator. So far... He's gotten no okays from anybody to interview anybody because the NFL's going, oh, no, you're not going to get our good guy. For once, they're refusing to let the Raiders talk to the coaches because, for once, the Raiders have a stable organization. They have an organization that, hey, people are going to want to start coming to. I don't know who he's going to get as a defensive coordinator But it surely better not be someone that's horrible. And and incidentally, we lost Fossil. That's right. Fossil is gone as our special teams coach. And personally, I think he did the best job I've seen in years. He was a great special teams coach. He had our special teams playing awesome football. And he's gone. He went to St. Louis. So I Dennis Allen better come up with a rabbit out of his ass because right now, as far as I'm concerned, we lost the best special teams coach in the division for sure, and we lost a good, solid offensive coordinator, and I don't understand why we didn't keep him. Al Saunders was the guy. You know all the mistakes I'm sure were made by Hugh Jackson cuz they were they were stupid mistakes. You know his mistakes were head coach dumb moves and dumb play calling by him. He was the one actually doing it and Saunders was the guy who made up the offense. Why not let Saunders call the offense that he made and I think it would have come out a much better uh season offensively and we did pretty good offensively that's not the problem with our team yet al saunders had another year in his contract and they did not keep him that another red flag for this raider fan in my face so my positive accolades for dennis allen and reggie mckinsey have faded quickly in the course of 24 hours, <laughs> and that's just because of the move. How could you make those moves? How could you let Fossil go, Sanders go, and hire Greg, let's take a nap to a totally new offense? You know, I hate to say this, but like Juan said to me, if I hear that freaking word, rebuilding, I'm going to throw up all over the door of the Alameda facility. I'm going to tell you right now. They're going to get so many letters from me, they're going to be sick of hearing from me. This is an incredibly difficult time made worse by poor decisions as far as I'm concerned. I mean, did they get rid of Al Saunders because it would now be an excuse to go backwards and start all over and have an excuse to have a four-win season next year? Is that what this whole thing is about? Because Raider Nation, that's how I feel. I feel that they they shit-can Al Saunders to give them some wiggle room in the losses and wins for next season so they could use the old and tired excuse of, well, we had to put in a new offense, and they don't get it. That's bullshit, and I'll tell you why. If I was making millions of dollars a year, I better get that playbook down, and I better do it quick. I still do not see how Greg Knapp can fit into the mold of our current quarterbacks, Jason Campbell and Carson Palmer, both of which are long ball quarterbacks. They're guys who have to stay in the pocket. Now, let me get started on this here, too. Jason Campbell was way better, had a way better pocket presence by a million times than Palmer. I mean, he could at least get to the outside and make a play where Palmer's legs are like stuck in the mud or in concrete. He cannot evade a tackle in the pocket to save his life or our team, for crying out loud. He's a good quarterback when it comes to passing from the pocket, but any pressure on him is. And he cannot evade for dog crap. And we're going to expect him to run the West Coast offense? Because that's how take a nap throws it. That's what he's going to put in. He's going to expect Carson Palmer to run to one side or run to the other side, keep a play alive. Well, let me tell you, Potten, it ain't going to happen. It didn't happen last year. And it's certainly not going to be something that happens this season. I don't care What the excuse was last year. Carson Palmer has legs of stone and they don't move very fast at all. So, before I rant too long, I'm just saying this is a bad hire. That's all I'm just going to say is a bad hire. I just don't think we have the team. I think Al Saunders was the best move. I don't care if the media agree with it or not. I don't give a crap what the media says. I think for my team, our team, the Raiders, That was the smartest move for consistency, especially in the part of the team that played very well. The defense sucked. The offense was productive. If you could put 24 points on the board and you had a decent defense, you got the playoffs, man. We had the playoffs within sight, and we could have gone into the playoffs pretty deep if we would have had a decent defense. I am flipped. Out now. I wasn't flipped out, but 24 hours later, I am flipped out about this hire. And they better come up with some insanely dramatic and improving defensive mind. Because I'll tell you right now if we have some sick retread old ass coach that hasn't done anything in years come in to run the D, then I'm going to tell you ticket sales. You better bet your ass they're going to suffer. Attendance, I guarantee it's going down in a ball of flame because the first two or three losses in the season, no one's going to show up. You can forget the sellouts all year because that won't happen. It won't happen with this regime. I'm going to tell you the short leash here is the fan base. We will all come together to see the first couple games. We'll all come together to see the OTAs. We'll all come together to see what happens. But if we start to lose, if we start losing games because of buffoonery and literally buffoonery is what's already happening, then this fan base going to dry up like a dust bowl and blow away. No one's coming to Oakland to see the Raiders play. I'm going to tell you that right now. I wouldn't spend my money. Oh, and I certainly wouldn't spend a dollar if the coach started talking about rebuilding or Uh, The reason we're losing is the new offense. That's garbage. It's an excuse that's tired, and it hasn't hasn't been a good excuse for decades, and I'm not taking it here in Oakland anymore. I just won't. I won't as a fan. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. So like I'm saying, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, is we shall see who he hires as a defensive coordinator because I'm going to tell you right now that – will make or break our season uh, as far as I'm concerned because I'm going to tell you right now his offensive coordinator blows ass I don't like it and I don't think it's a good move for our team. Bill Romanowski with us here at 95.7 The
0: Game, our Super Week coverage con- uh, continuing. Greg Knapp is the new offensive coordinator in Oakland. Things did not go great for him last time he was in Oakland. He did a great job as the quarterback's coach last year in Houston. What do you think of the hiring of Greg, Greg Knapp as Dennis Allen's offensive coordinator, Romo?
2: Well, I, I think uh, when- whenever somebody, you know, leaves, you know, there is a time when, you know, Mike Shanahan <clears> – <throat> left the Denver Broncos, spent time with the San Francisco 49ers, came back uh, to the Denver Broncos, and had success. Well, he left, uh, spent time in Houston, now is back. I think you're going to pick up things and learn things, and you have a new system, a new environment, a new head coach, and you don't have Al Davis anymore. So, guys, this is totally different from where it was before.
1: Romo, Dennis Allen said yesterday, speaking of the Raiders, quote, we have enough talent on our team to compete for a championship next season. Do you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. I mean, think about it, guys. Into the very last game, they had a chance to make the playoffs. So, absolutely they do. They have to upgrade. You know, there's always a saying, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. They need to get better, but they have a foundation of a great quarterback, some great receivers, a really good running back when he stays healthy. They've got some defensive linemen that have got what it takes. Uh, I think they need help at linebacker, and they need help in the defensive backfield, and... You'll be surprised what a key leader could do back there. A Ronnie Lott type that will get in somebody's face or a Ray Lewis type that will get in somebody's face and say, hey, if you don't go out there and kick somebody's ass, I'm going to kick your ass.
1: (laughs) So we'll see. Now let's just give him a chance to see who he's going to hire as a DC and then let the cards fall where they're made because, like I said at the beginning, we got no control. We got nothing we can do. The only thing we can do is not go to the games. And I hope that's not the case because I love seeing the Coliseum filled with Raider fans because that's what it is. That's hardly anybody else. And I love it. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the Bone Line, see what's happening, let me hear what you have to say, because <laughs> let me tell you, man, I'm kind of freaked out. Don't forget to visit www.raidernationpodcast.com. Randy's got the site cracking and rolling Hot. There's always the news, there's the newest videos, now, anything that is anything Raiders is on there. You got to check it out to be sure that you don't miss anything uh, because it's there. And our videos at www.raidernationvideocast.com is new and it's improved and it's nice and refreshing to look back in the off season to what was last season and the fans and the parties. I miss them already. I missed my buddies at the tailgate. Bad boys of barbecue off the hook. Leonard, uh, Kingsford, Kirk, Ron. Bob, I mean, the list goes on. Stan, I could keep going. I miss those guys. They're like family, and I do miss them dearly. Hopefully, I'll see them this summer. I think I will. Okay, well, let's get on to this. Uh, What you got to think or say about the uh, moves of the recent new Raiders. All right, who's next? Obi-Wan Raider. (sighs)
5: What's up, Raider Nation? obi Raider here calling in from Houston, Texas. Raider Nation, dealing with some pneumonia right now. Just had to chime in on this hiring and some of these dumbasses thinking they know everything that's going on with the Raiders from the outside world, like BSPN and Tim Sakakami, not to mention Fatto, and our lovely, lovely first lady of stupidity, Miss Gay. First off, I think uh, the hiring of Oakland's new D.A., Dennis Allen, will bring some much-needed discipline that Hugh Jackson kept saying he's going to get fixed. All right, maybe Hugh should have stayed. Maybe he should have left. It's fucking done and over with. We can't cry over spilled milk. Let's move on. It's the first time we've hired a defensive-minded head coach since we hired Mr. John Madden. That worked out pretty fucking well for us, ladies and gents. Now, I understand we don't have a lot of picks right now, And there's different scenarios, but don't be surprised for the Raiders to go ahead and take a look at the following guys with our first pick in the third round, either uh, inside linebacker from the U, Sean Spencer with our number 79 pick, or there's a defensive tackle named Audie Cole from North Carolina State that's pretty good. Jake Baguette is a defensive end from Arkansas. And then uh, my pick would be Jay Howard. He's a D-tackler that could play nose, R3 technique from Florida. Uh, kid's got really good range. He's big, he's fast, and he loves football. Time in the Rolando McLean incident. I mean, let's just wait and see what happens. If his lawyer is right and he's got videotaped that he didn't do that, we have nothing to worry about. But if he is... Send a message right off. He was decisive in picking the coach, even though he took some time to determine who it was going to be. But he didn't do the Dow Davis shit and always go after offense and forget about the defense. Let's let Reggie and the new coach give McClain the chance. Straighten up or you're going to get your ass cut. If we can cut your carcass and the marshmallow Hall we'll cut his ass too. Uh, on another note, I even though I'm outside the state of California, I don't want to call my team anything else but the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, it was nice when I lived in L.A. and it was the L.A. Raiders, but it's just not the same as far as calling them the Oakland Raiders. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, I uh, just want to give you guys a shout-out. Thanks for keeping us all informed on the podcast, and I'm so fucking happy Mike Tice did not get hired. He's a worthless no good piece of shit who's better off as a position or offensive coordinator coach. Everyone talks about how great Hugh Jackson did. He couldn't handle all the hats that were placed upon him. And he took a lot of that himself too. He wanted to sit there and blame the defense. He initiated the Carson Palmer trade. He went to Mark about it. He should have went to Mark about firing Bresnahan. And maybe he'd still have his fucking job. Some people are better coordinators than they are head coach. I.E. Wade Phillips, Dom Capers, Norv Turner, Turner, excuse me, and Hugh Jackson. I have no doubt that Jackson will get picked up. Everyone's in our lives for a season. This season's over with, okay? Let's get behind our new guy. Go Raiders. Raider Nation, one love.
1: First, thanks, Obi-Wan, for the props. Randy and I dig it. You know, we're here for the Raider Nation. We have been since the beginning. You know, a lot's happened. There's a lot of positive. that you're right It could happen. A lot of naysayers in the media. Who knows? But right now, (laughs) I'd love to hear a phone call from you because Greg Knapp, I'm sure, is raising the cackles in the back of your neck, brother. I'm sure you're just too sick to to call in, and I can feel that for sure. You're so right in saying Hugh is gone. Uh, We don't even know why. It doesn't matter why. He's gone. So now we got to move on with what we got, and I just hope our defensive coordinator is someone That is not a retread and a retard. Um, I'm stressed out. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not the only one. All right, who's next? Next, my brother. Yes, from another mother. You got to believe that. Raider Heine from Bakersfield, man. The king of positive. I
6: love this guy. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raiderheim Hyman calling out of Bakersfield. Hey, fellas. Well, here we go. The new era has begun. Dennis the Menace is going to be our new head coach. And you know what? I am very fucking optimistic about this, man. I seriously am. And I just can't wait to fucking the draft. Well, we got three compositions or whatever the fuck you call them, and two Two draft picks, right? Fifth and sixth. Well... Let's see what they do with all this stuff. But anyways, I just can't wait for fucking OTAs, minicamp, freaking, and regular training camp. Man, I can't wait till this fucking thing gets rolling. I just want to see what they're going to do about the coaching staff. Well, what's your take on this, Raider Greg? How do you like the new situation in Raiderland, baby? Talk to me. Love you guys. I'm out. Well, there you go, man. He has always been
1: the temperate voice on this bone line. This guy is always being positive. And I'll tell you, more times than not, he's right. So I'm going to ride this, too. I hope that he's right in this hire. I hope he's right in a lot of things. Um, And I hope we are going in the right direction. Right now, I'm a little bit skeptical for obvious reasons. But, Raider Jaime, thanks for the call, man. It's always good to have that positive voice. We need it, brother. Thank you. And next we have my very good buddy from Vegas, Raider Steve. And man, he's got some valid concerns. Check it out.
7: Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Steve in Vegas. Um, I just had to call in because uh, I'm. Uh, I got to kind of vent here. I uh, I was happy to get Reggie McKenzie, man. I thought it was a great deal until I saw his press conference. After I saw his press conference. I kind of lost all excitement for it. I I really hope it works out, but I was not uh, thrilled. I didn't think it, you know. I didn't think he was well spoken or anything like that. I'm I'm all for hard work, but it feels like art shell too to me. And uh, Dennis Allen, great, uh, another young up and comer. Everyone says he's great. You know, um, I don't know anything about the guy, um, but I gotta say, you know. Well, oh, I'm glad we got a young guy instead of a retread coach. You know, of course, I would have rather had like someone like Gruden come in here. Personally, mm-hmm. I think we should have kept Hugh Jackson, but that's besides the point. So I'm glad it's somebody I didn't really know and it's a new guy. However, hiring the San Diego Chargers, Manusky or whatever his name is, suck ass, who ran that crappy defense for the Chargers, and getting Greg Knapp back in here who, uh, you know, he had Jamarcus Russell to work with. That sucks, but, you know, it just feels like we're throwing together this kind of wannabe crappy staff, you know, with a rookie head coach, doesn't really know what he's doing, and, God, I hope that I'm wrong, you know, man, because this is the first time in probably 10 years I haven't been hyped up for the Raiders or excited in some way, and I'm not excited really at all. I, I'm i feeling a 5-11 and season coming on. I... I think this is going to end badly, and God, I really hope I'm wrong, man. And I know I should give the guy a chance, but I've heard about him before. It doesn't look good. You know, none of the guys we're bringing in here, I don't see any stars among them. You know, hopefully our head coach is at, but I'm feeling really bad about this whole thing, more so than I ever have. And uh, God, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, just it's not looking good for me, so... I'm
1: out. Well, I got to hand it to you, Steve. Um, You're right. Reggie McKenzie is not a good speaker. Matter of fact, he's very art shell-like, which is very tough to deal with. It's hard to watch and hard to listen to. And, yes, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I want to give Dennis the menace a benefit of the doubt as well. But these coaching hires, like I said on this show, lead me very, very dry in thinking that we might even be able to be 500 team next season. It looks horrible. It doesn't look like we have the best talent to help this team succeed. I don't care what about the head coach. It doesn't matter to me. It's those coaches, the offensive coaches, and the defensive coaches that set the tone here. And uh, I'm not feeling it either. Let's hope it changes. I love your call. Try to keep positive. We have to try. And trust me, it's tough for me as well. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have L.A. Raider. And I love this guy's take. Listen to it because it's funny,
6: man. Check it
8: out. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, nation? It's L.A. Raider. And I thought we'd uh, maybe have some positives. And, you know, you're coming out of the end of the season. And, uh, yeah, I guess we have, you know, some GM and coach, but, uh, you know, I don't like him for the, the assistance. I heard that we're hiring Greg. I want to take a fucking dirt nap. I don't know how to fucking play calls. My life depend on it. that fucking guy. Come on. He was 31st in the league and we had him. And coincidentally, Al gave cable permission to strip the play con dude, which he did. He's a fucking garbage, dude. He's Sorry. Fuck, dude. I hope this motherfucker has hit his head somewhere and actually have fucking become a pretty good offensive coordinator. Because last I heard, he was a quarterbacks coach, and he get me, you know, isn't it true that that's a demotion to your coordinator? Don't, you, isn't that you know you are supposed to go up from a head coach or OC to a head coach, which he was with us. Uh, I don't know. I just. That's just my two cents for the offseason here, at Raider Nation. Oh uh, fucking Pro Bowl. Fuck. That's all you gotta say. Raider Nation, I'm out.
1: I gotta tell you, I feel the same way. You heard my show and well, I uh we gotta give him the benefit of the doubt, although it's very hard to do. When he was the play caller, uh he did have carcass I, I it's hard, man. Two thousand six, seven, and eight were brutally dark times for the Raider Nation. It's a hard one to swallow. I hope he did hit his head. I hope he learned something. I don't know. We can only hope for the best. um, And I want to try to stay positive. But, man, it's tough with Greg. I got to take a dirt nap at the helm. I don't know. But great take, though, brother. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Last but not least, my good brother, Houston Raider Steve The man with all the wisdom, the history of the Raiders rests in Steve's melon. I'm telling you right now, he has more facts than anybody I've ever talked to. Pretty smart guy. Let's hear from Steve. What you got, brother?
4: Hello, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. I just want to tell you that I just got done yesterday, late last night, listening to the uh, interview on Raiders.com, Dennis Allen's uh, press conference. I know that, uh, actually, um, after hearing everything that he had to say about doing things right, doing things the Raiders way, I know he wasn't a Raider, but he was very successful with the Saints. He was your defensive back coach when uh, they won the Super Bowl. He was also a protégé of uh, oh, Dan Reeves, and he was also uh, did a lot of great things uh, for the teams. Oh, of course, who can forget he was with our arch rival this last year. They went from being one of the worst defenses to be in one of the best defense and be in the playoffs, as much as we hate to say it. Uh, he's got the passion for the game. He's hopefully going to bring us some discipline that we haven't had. Uh, it's sad that, that Hugh uh, was let go, but I can understand when you have a general manager, they bring in their guy That's she's the way it is. You know, any company that gets taken over or, or gets, you know, sold, they want to bring in their own people. Otherwise, there's always some kind of resentment and everything. Well, he's not one of our guys or one of our, ladies that are employed, they were from the previous regime, so I can understand that. I'm really excited about this year. I know I was kind of tired. up late last night listening to everything on Raiders.com and also the podcast, but I'm really excited and everything. I haven't been this excited. Uh, I feel like a kid at Christmas. I haven't felt this way about the Raiders. I know I probably say this every year, but this year even more so because I see, I think with uh, Reggie McKenzie and with Dennis and the commitment to the future and always trying to make our team better. We were 8-8 eight eight last year, and uh, up to the very last game, we were right in there for the playoffs. I think with this uh, new regime and everything, we're going to make the push and we're going to make the playoffs this year. You can, t- you can imagine how pissed off the uh, people that are Broncos fans were knowing that we stole their defensive set, uh, coordinator coach and brought that team to his is what brought them into the uh, playoffs more than anything else gave people the opportunities to win games based on the way their defense played. So uh, it's going to be a great year. Looking forward to going out there and seeing everybody this year. Just wish I lived closer. I'd go after more games to see everybody. It's one hell of a tailgate that they put on Kingsford Kirk and, and Greg and, of course, Randy and everybody, Charmaine. It's a highlight of my ear and everything, going out there and seeing everybody and uh, renewing the friendships. That's what it's all about. So I encourage all of you, to, if you have a chance to, uh, Set some money aside and make the trip out there. something you'll uh, carry with you to the next year or the next time you go out and see them because uh, we have a lot of great times and great friendships. It's going to last over the years. I can already tell that already from the friendships with Keith and Dave and everybody and uh, the friend Lisa and just everybody out there. Of course, Randy and Greg and Charmaine and all the great people I met at the Broncos game. It's going to be a great year. I'm already pumped up. Can't wait till the draft I know we're not going to have very high draft picks, but, you know, it's really going to be great because everybody's going to be competing for a job. Jason Campbell just has an equal chance to compete against Carson Palmer. That's the way it should be in training camp. You can't just be given a job and say, okay, this is your job, and we're paying you more money than the next guy. So, you know, you've got job security. That's not the way it is. It's like anywhere else in life. You have other people that come in and work for the company that pushes you to do much better to prove that you're worth it. Every day we've got to do that. We appreciate what Greg and Randy do with the fire department making a difference in people's lives. That means a lot to all of us because uh they're the backbone of our um, society. But anyway, just want to let you all know I'm really excited about this draft. Look forward to going on the podcast. I feel like a kid at Christmas every time I see this stuff out there and you know, on the on our website. I encourage everybody to give a little bit of money what you can and everything, and I'll be doing that myself today. Be a great season, look forward to it, and uh haven't felt this pumped up about the Raiders in about 10 years or so, Since actually since 2002, so it's been, you know, 10 years. Anyway, stay uh, strong, everybody, we're all Raiders brothers and sisters, and uh, it's going to be a great year. I know he's a new guy and everything, but we ought to just give the guy a chance, you know, and uh, to see what he can do. We haven't had a new general manager since the early 60s because you know Al's been there for such a long time. We also haven't had one of the youngest head coaches since Al Davis. So it's it's like Greg, or Grant Napier said on his show. We even have this It's breath of fresh air. Let's just, it's going to be one hell of a ride unless you see how far this horse can take us, as we say. We don't question how far the wagon's going to go. We just load the wagon, as John Madden used to say. It'll be one hell of a ride. You all the best, my brothers and sisters, and go Raiders!
1: Once again, Steve throws it down, just like I know he can, uh, being very positive as well. It's nice to have you guys on the bone line. keeps me grounded, <laughs> not ground up like the mainstream media likes to keep us. Wall Ritter Nation, here we are. First coach has actually been hired, and the first member of the staff has been hired. And I got a big question mark, so... Let's hope that better things are to come, or, you know, we got to give them a chance. There's nothing we could do about it. I just want to voice my opinion on the Greg Knapp deal. I just think that there has got to be a better guy out there somewhere. But uh, anyway, long story short, I still love my Raiders. Still going to be in the seats. Still going to do my best to cheer this team on no matter what, because we are Raider Nation, and I am Raider Greg. I am out!